The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. Wednesdays here at Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel. Hope you're doing all right. It's thawing out across the state wherever you hear us uh, along the Hale Varsity Radio Network. Uh, it's, dare I say, pleasant. <laughs> Feels like it anyway, comparatively speaking. But soak it up for a day. We'll get to our roll call, our starting five in a moment. Numbers to get in, 489-1240, 489-1240, can email the show, chris at hailvarsity.com. Make your comments known, and we'll get to as many as possible. In the stream, Hale Varsity YouTube, where you can subscribe and log on. Doesn't cost you anything, but get all the great content from Hale Varsity and your friends at Heard At that way. And uh, check out the Hale Varsity YouTube page. Do that. Find us on Twitter with the radio show at HVarsity Radio. Follow Elijah on Twitter. Always hilarity on his Twitter feed at, at uh, Herbal Essence. How about Gave you the radio handle, forgive me, at Schmidt underscore radio. Uh, I'm getting better uh, at Twitter. Uh, just reposted uh, uh, Dylan Riola doing one of those fade, those deep, 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 you know, 60-yard fades at uh, the Polynesian Bowl practice. And uh, what a throw down the sideline against good coverage. Drops it in the bucket. So uh, let your imagination run wild if you're a Nebraska football fan for future throws on Saturdays. Well, you won't need your imagination to go see this throw again. Check it out. Schmidt underscore radio. Yes, at Schmidt underscore radio. Find us there on Twitter. Email chris at hailvarsity.com. And we've, well, had, we've had a couple of people say it's called X now. No, no, it's, it's, it's always going to be Twitter. It's Twitter. It's always going to be Twitter <laughs> uh, until we get the, uh, the cease and desist from Elon himself. Uh, there's uh, a thought there. Something tells me we aren't famous enough. No, to go on no. I don't even yet. pay for the blue X. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't, but Hey, um, lot to get to Mike Babcock going to be with us. Babbers ready to talk all things football and hoops in our two. Evan Bland will join us. And then a jock doc with Dr. Brandon Seifert, get his take uh, a pretty brutal hit in uh, one of Monday night's playoff games that uh, tore an ACL. You hear coaches and players talk about uh, defenders going too low. Well, case in point, against the Rams' tight end. So we'll get there. But but plenty to talk about today. So I want to start with really what a, a week ago was. And a week ago, if we hit rewind, we get in the DeLorean. Uh, we, we jump in with... Doc and Einstein and old Marty McFly. We take the DeLorean back to, uh, to, to last Wednesday. I mean, it was pats on the back. It was smiles. It was jubilation. It was celebration. Prayed on Dodge. Uh, prayed on O Street, perhaps. Prayed down Main Street and Kearney, of course. I mean, that's the feel for so many Nebraska basketball fans statewide, locally, and across the great state of Nebraska. And then you fast forward to Friday in Iowa City, and man, if you're a Nebraska basketball fan, you're you're just like, oh, 
where, where's my trust level at with this team? And they're night and day, man. They are uh, bulletproof almost at home, and they are grab the whiskey on the road because they they just can't find the consistency they need. It's not that they didn't do it. I mean, Kansas State right now is a quad one win. They took down Baylor last night. But the ups and downs, and we'll hear from the mayor, Fred Hoiberg, his appearance on the network on Monday. But this team is, is very much uh, allowing you to jump on the roller coaster with them. And, and you've been on a roller coaster for a while with the football team. It's a smooth ride, man, uh, with volleyball. But basketball right now, man, you want it so bad if you're a Nebraska basketball fan. And uh, there's just a lot of peaks and valleys, a lot of ups and downs. And quite honestly, uh, this is the start for Nebraska. It's a six-game stretch, right? Nebraska right now at 13-4. and four. They're 3-3 three and three in the Big Ten. Not a vintage Big Ten year, but still you're absolutely top-heavy with Purdue. Uh, you have Illinois that is fighting the good fight. You wonder if Sparty's going to get rocking and rolling again. And then you have Nebraska that that's in, in, in Northwestern, probably in that similar vein. And, and Ohio State's uber talented. So is Indiana. But right now it's the start of that six-game stretch where you're at Rutgers tonight. Uh, you're underdogged by a point and a half, two points. Uh, Northwestern comes to town for Danny Neenight. On Saturday, then you host Ohio State. You're at Maryland. They just won at Illinois. Then you get Wisconsin at home. They were brought to uh, Jesus a little bit when they lost at Penn State last night. They had ranked, uh, climbed all the way to number 11. Then you're at Illinois. So in these next six, you need to be on the right side. You can get away with three and three. Depends who the three wins are, the who the three losses are, but four and two is going to be better. You're at a point right now as you get into the end of January and into February, the early part of February, where you're going to make a, a louder case with are you a bubble team, are you a dancing team, or are you an NIT team? And right now, with as many upperclassmen as you have, the talent you have on this team, guys who are able to, to, to fulfill their role at a really good level at PBA. They've got to be able to take that, that Clark Kent Superman change of clothes with them on the road. It starts tonight. It really is kind of a, a pretender or contender stretch coming up for Nebraska, and it starts tonight at Rutgers. I've got to see some different things. I've got to see some different things from Jamarcus Lawrence. Uh, Not just taking care of the ball, but shot selection. I've got to see this team, if I'm a Nebraska basketball fan, not let the offense affect their defensive intensity. Because it's done that on the road. It did for a little bit against Wisconsin. They were tired against Iowa. It's not been a good stretch to be fair to them. But that's, that's life in the Big Ten where... You're getting a day off. Your your travel's a pain in the neck because of weather, and you're going right now on on a series of two day preps. They've just got to be smarter. It's like they refused against that zone to get it into the high post. They were great with two point shots. They were also hot from three in the three games leading up to Iowa. 
They don't shoot well in their losses. Shocker, they're 25% from three-point land in their losses. Uh, that they got to be able, if, if it's not going down early, if you're not feeling it, uh, find a way to get Rink or the high post involved and keep cutting, right? I've got to see more from Jamarcus. It feels like he's, he's forcing his shot sometimes, and I'm not just picking on him. Kisei can heat check at the wrong time if he's not on one of his heaters. But I think really the stabilizer for me is 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 been rink. I need uh, Big Juan, Jawan Gary, to, to give me that K State type road energy, and then Bryce Williams. He has been so good as a big shot maker at PBA, and he was off a little bit again. He's, he's he was nursing that ankle a little bit, but he he had a tough game. Those guys can kind of come back to form with what we've seen. And they've won on the road before, and they've won in the neutral spot. So it's not like they have a confidence issue with it. It just comes down, really, to, to decision-making and making some plays. And Rink is your is your warm blanket. I mean, he is the guy that can initiate the offense or get you a good look or get you a pass out of the post. I mean, that's, that's when things have been rolling. Tonight's a big Josiah Alec night. The effort, energy... And intensity he brought to you against Iowa. I don't care if he scores a, scores a point or not tonight, but his his style of ball, physical, uh, f- frenetic, that high energy. I mean, there's going to be a hundred dudes on Rutgers squad that are like him. He's going to be big tonight for Nebraska as well, doing the the little things. Uh, it is important. You don't want to get off on the wrong foot. Follow up. All right, that deflating loss to Iowa with a road loss to, to Rutgers. You're underdogged. You need to win this game. Rutgers is hanging on by a thread in the top 90 when it comes to net rankings. Uh, Purdue wins can get you in the tournament. Losses like Rutgers can shove you back out on the bubble as you're outside well, looking in. Do you remember what we said about the, the stretch of Wisconsin, Purdue, Iowa, Rutgers? You were happy with 500. Sure. You're sitting at one and two with the, the win being against you need the team to get you to least 500. expect it. You need to get to 500. You need to get this win against Rutgers, and you need to kind of steady this roller coaster. And, and roller coaster is a good example. I think a better example, and this might be a little niche, uh, it's for the people in the Tuesday night bowling league with me at Parkway Lanes. It's as up and down as my bowling game. You know, game one's great, game two's awful, game three I come back with a vengeance, or vice versa. <laughs> one's bad, two's great, three's awful. And, while we're talking about this, big shout to my dad. Set a new high score last night. Bowled so he carried you last night. Absolutely, he carried me. I lost all the points that I was up for, and he won all the points that we were up for, and he actually won some team for us as well. He bowled a 280, which is just fantastic for him. Shout out to my dad if you're out there listening. Shout Proud out to Papa you. Herbal. That's as close as you'll ever get to a 300, so enjoy it. Um, wow. <laughs> that, that was a low blow. Uh, but I do wonder. See if he carries you next Tuesday. I hope so. In, in two weeks from now, it's the city bowling tournament. We finished third in the city two years ago uh last year we is there a guy like it. jesus in your league like turns from, water into wine no guy that that has the the, the purple track suit from from big lebowski oh no no, no we don't we don't have that <laughs> you don't have that guy <laughs> i had to ask i was like if, if there's a guy that can turn water into wine in our league like sign him up please <laughs> <laughs> he's he's subbing for me yeah. <laughs> he's bowled a 300 didn't even didn't even get off his chair <laughs> sorry but, but alas back to my point with the with the steadying in the roller coaster you do wonder 
how different this team looks if Aaron Euless is in the fold this year. Big time. You wonder about that, because that seems to be the one thing this team has. They've not had him all year. They have some energy guys off the bench. They have a guy in... in, uh, in uh, uh, Wilcher, excuse me, that seems He's to be able awesome. to bring you some some shooting off of the bench. Bryce Williams has been everything you wanted for him, being a, a guy that can get you some points and more. His finishing around the rim, though it's been a little inconsistent, has been a lot better than you've had in recent years. You have a guy in mass that facilitates from the high post really well, a la Derek Walker. Alex, a great energy guy. The one thing you seem to be lacking on this team is that point guard, that steadying force that, hey, whenever Iowa comes out in a zone, you've seen it before because oh, maybe you played for Iowa and you know how to beat a zone, and you can go in and attack that zone. It, it just feels like the, the point guard, and I'm, I don't claim to be the biggest basketball expert out there, much more of a football guy, but you do just wonder how different this team looks with a true point guard, that true steadying force, that guy that you can trust. Iowa's point guard got him 15 assists. That's what I'm saying. That guy that you can Stirs trust the to drink, have a, baby. a high assist to turnover ratio and get your shooters going. You wonder if that would be the steadying force that Nebraska needs in a, in a roller coaster type season, where one game you're you're shooting the lights out, and the next game you're not to have a point guard that can get you some easy looks. And you just wonder, alas, you're not going to have it. Jamarcus Lawrence doesn't seem to be that guy. That seems to be the one thing that I think would hold Nebraska back, and and still is the concern to me in terms of can this team make the tournament? Is when you get into a, a rough and tumble Big Ten stretch, and you have to go on the road and have a steadying force in front of a home crowd. What can you do without a point guard? I, you just got to you, adapt. You look at Ulysses, and you just go, man, how how much of a difference maker could he have been this year? Let's get you the starting five. Let's get our shoutouts here in the stream. Brandon was in. Almost an hour before showtime, Brandon, appreciate you. Patrick checks in second. Andrew third, third. Uh, a lot of comments from Brandon. Uh, you have Brennan coming in, Brennan from the Black Hills fourth. And Anonymous checks in at five, Roger six. Honorable mention as we keep scrolling down. Patrick, I believe. Yeah, Patrick and then Elijah. Oh, gets Patrick in. was second, excuse yep, me. Yep, yep. So Dion also checks in, so we'll get there. Um, yeah, so we have some more comments we'll get into. Uh, there's a push by Brandon to get more likes. So if you want to like the show, go for it. Can do so on YouTube, can do so on Facebook, can do so on Twitter. All good. Where we really need some likes, though, is not in the show, it's on my Tinder profile. Wow. <laughs> um, can't help you. I don't even have a Tinder, actually. I was going to say, uh, way, way to cover that up. G- Babbers is in the green room grinning right now. <laughs> Pretty good. But we'll uh, dive in a little bit. Uh, good story and column by Sam McEwen. Going to give him a shout out. But he dove a little deeper into uh, the quarterback addition for Nebraska uh, with Riola and just what it means to, to pair uh, what you have in Lincoln, and the the topic of making a, a good college quarterback beyond that that arm talent, and the question is this: Can you unlock that talent at the college and Big Ten level? Can you polish the skill set? And you've got some raw skill set. And Dolman mentioned this on the Average Joe Sports Show pod about the reality of that one on one. Coaching that you get at quarterback, that you want at quarterback, that you need at quarterback, and how that can free up uh, rules, duties to oversee, can free up Satterfield, where you know what, let me be in the, the the press box and see the entire field versus the sideline. You need a a fixer, and there's not any 
habits that you can't either erase or start laying down. You can take the good habits the kids already have, and you can try and fix some of the bad habits that maybe they come in with as the, the, the guy that's been in the NFL and in college for you know half the time of his total of 20 years. But you've had inexperience, you've had inconsistency, you've had interceptions. That's what your quarterback play has been. It's what it can't be moving forward. And you have a dedicated guy to do it and make sure it's in the upper echelon of the Big Ten. Mike Babcock's on the way. It's Hale Varsity powered by Cornhead Lager.